2: Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place.
0: All right, it's review time. Let's see who reviewed. This comment comes from IHoin7. (laughs) IHoin7. They write, if my Fridays don't start with a notification saying you have a new podcast from Just a Tip with Mega I don't want it. Honestly, if my Fridays don't start with a notification saying it's Friday, I also don't want it. You're looking for advice from a real girl who might not have the answers, but goddamn, she'll try. Just a tip, and you'll be on your way with Meg and on Friday. Ready, to rock and roll.
3: Yeah, this is the most comfortable podcast I've ever
0: done. I think this is the most the couch has ever gotten felt up. Oh is, yeah, David yeah, is. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Putting his hands though.
0: in every crevice of the couch that oh, he's sitting on right now.
3: My couches are still on plastic. Here we go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there
0: you go. Welcome to Just a Tip, and advice podcast hosted by me, Megan Battoon. The last time I got blood taken, I told the nurse that I would faint, and she literally just looked at me and said, no, you won't, or I'll slap you. So I can't handle my own self. That's why I have a friend here to help me help you. David So.
3: Hello. How's it going? I'm... This velvet couch is amazing. <laughs> There's no actual uh, video with this. There's so You not. guys don't know what I'm doing right now, do I mean, you, huh?
0: No, but we can't even see your hands. No. <laughs> <laughs> your hands are so far into the couch, I don't know if you have anymore.
3: I'm finding change. Oh, I wonder
0: so nice. if there is any change. There's been a lot of guests on the couch.
3: It might be poop, though. So <gasps> <smells>. well, anyways. <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyways, we quick internet stalked you. I know you're from the internet, but we looked into deeper uh, dance oh, wait, deep, facts. Oh, how though? Uh, Well, we found... it. Well, not too deep. We found you're extremely ticklish.
3: Yes.
1: Like,
0: very, very much so. Yes. Like, more than other normal people would be. I
3: hate being tickled.
0: When's the last time you've gotten tickled? Oh,
3: Bart. You know Bart. Bart always tickles me all the time. What's uh, the... And he's just so massive. You know what's so funny? Because Bart, like, he deadlifts like 600 pounds. So when he tickles you, he just gets into your rib cage. It's not even tickling. It's like getting punched by 10 hands. So it just, it hurts so bad. That's not
0: tickling He thinks it's
3: fun. He goes, Oh, you're ticklish, aren't you? I was like, No, you've bruised all my organs. (laughs) Get your hands off me.
0: You broke my ribs, Bart.
3: Exactly, dude. Yeah, but I've I've been super ticklish since I was a little kid. Well, how do you find these facts out? Who's writing this stuff?
0: You wrote it. It apparently wasn't a YouTube video. Did I?
3: I be telling too much stuff about myself. Oops. (laughs)
0: um what's do you have a terrible like what's the worst time that someone tickled you like have you ever gotten mad or cried or
3: oh a hundred percent dude like when i was a kid too like korean churches are hyper aggressive like they have like that big brother older brother syndrome thing so all the like the younger kids in the church would always get they would always get punked by the older kids Uh and they would just tickle the living shit out of me dude i hate it i would cry after too but it only looks weird because i'm laughing as they're doing it
0: i know i hate getting tickled but you can't not you know what i think this is a fact that i read once about tickling i'm saying this wrong but it's the least amount of pain that your body can receive to also register as uh not pain
3: where, where did you read this
0: i don't know apparently i, I didn't do a really <laughs> I, I, good job I don't at know. telling <laughs> I don't
3: know. this is a scientific podcast by the way it's called how stuff works welcome to how stuff works, how guys. Stuff
0: works. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's definitely something that we hate because it feels like pain to us yeah but it's not pain because it's not that bad, but it still sucks. I don't like
3: it. They make it look all cute in those romantic videos, and I think it's stupid. I hate it.
0: <laughs> it's a weird thing to do in general. Like,
3: you know when you have little kids, right? Like, you just play with them, like, tickling them. They love it. They're like,
0: yeah, this is great. Yeah, and like you a coo- coochie-coochie-coo type Yeah, of that type
2: of stuff. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is not an advice podcast. or It is an advice podcast. It is not a podcast about... Children, no. but maybe we'll have some questions. I actually children.
3: thought your podcast was called Just the Tip. And I was like, Megan Batune, what yeah. in the world? You have changed your brand, haven't you?
0: Yeah, see, that's the difference. And it's funny because I get mad when people think it's that. Yeah. Because like that is not me, but I'm so pun filled yeah. that it's a pun on yeah. it. So it's like, and it's advice, and here's a tip. And it's like, oh, it's funny, but I get I get so irate when people just call it that. The tip. Just a tip. So it's just you... one tip one quick tip. But you
3: took the risk when you, when you, when you named it. that. I though.
0: really did.
3: Like you decided like, you know what? I'm just going to ride with it. I did. I didn't even register just because I automatically, when I heard just, I just heard the tip. Right. So.
0: I think a lot of people did. And I did get pushback from people on my team because of it. And I understand it was like, yes, it is risky, but I think it's so funny and smart that it overrides, you know, when like in comedy, if something is super offensive, but it's more funny than it is offensive yeah then it, that's the joke it's yeah. a good joke yeah and so i was like i'm gonna whatever happens with this one like i'm gonna go for it because i believe in it
3: you're one of the few people that are that's doing podcasts without video though because i, I am every, every podcast that i've been on they have the video aspect to it as well and this yeah. kind of gives it a little less pressure as of right now you guys don't know i look trashy as fuck <laughs> which is- pretty awesome so I was a little like uh, like even though I showered I was like maybe I should dress a little better but then I walked in I was like there's no cameras perfect I'm actually yeah. wearing a suit I'm wearing a three piece suit <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah you can say you're wearing anything yeah
3: I'm also blonde hair and blue eyed <laughs>
0: I like it without the cameras. I know that a lot of people do the cameras and I think it's smart. I just like it because it's like having a normal conversation. Like we're already on camera so much, you know? Yeah. So it's kind of giving a different – people that like podcasts for a specific reason don't like videos for other reason. Like yeah. people can get what they want where they want to get it.
3: Yeah. When, when, when did you Burger start King? YouTube?
0: 2012?
3: Oh, so you're like relatively fresh on this
0: space. Yeah, yeah. I'm like in the middle. Like I'm not OG and I'm not new school.
3: Yeah, I'm like at that cusp of not OG, not new school either. Because I've only I've been on seven and a half years, so two and a half years more than you. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I wasn't with like the 11, 12 year old people. So I, right. I kinda came in a little after. Yeah. So I when I when I came on YouTube it was at the point when they just started trying to monetize.
0: Oh. You know what
3: I mean? So when I came on that YouTube space and somebody told me you could make money off it, I was like, What right. do you mean?
0: Yes. Like,
3: what do you mean make money? I was just gonna be poor. Like I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I love it. Um, people write into us, and we do our best to help them through their sticky situations. Are you equipped to give any? Wait, what was
3: that word you just said? Right
0: I, now? I don't think I was speaking English.
3: Are you a quiet? Have I? I've I
0: given know. up. I also made my own language. So. Are you a quiet? <laughs> Are you equipped to give some advice oh, and dude, help these people out?
3: I don't know if you want advice from me, but let's do it.
0: <laughs> Here we go. My boyfriend and I have been living together for about
3: two... Leave him. Done. Next one.
0: (laughs) I also misread it.
3: (laughs) Okay. All right. (laughs) Stay with him. Next question. My
0: boyfriend and I have been together for Uh about two years. Oh, I was correct. You were correct. They do live together and they've been together for two years. Lately, I've noticed that he's been a bit off. He started questioning everything in his life from his job to our relationship. We haven't been intimate with each other in months. and (laughs) And have stopped doing anything romantic. A few days ago, he almost broke up with me because he started to doubt whether he was in love with me anymore.
3: Ah, He sounds young, though.
0: Yeah, most likely. We we decided to work through it, but I can't help but feel hurt because there's no question that I'm still in love with him. Could you maybe talk about the differences of being in love and just loving someone from Lost in Love?
3: Damn, you got the most emotional name ever. Lost in Love?
0: Yeah, that's me. (laughs) I wrote this question.
3: Oh, did you? All right. You got a lot of issues then. Let's start with that, huh?
0: we won't have enough time for that you know
3: what's so weird what i hear like i think what's very prevalent if that person told me their age because right now that sounds like a young person's problem where you're not comfortable with who you are right now and you're trying to anchor your identity with the person that you're with Mm. and that's the biggest issue that i see with a lot of people yeah um is that they don't know who they are yet they still want to be with somebody Right. And so if you're not if you don't have a strong foundation and you can't figure out your own life and you're trying to bring somebody else into that world, either that person is going to be incredibly strong and help build you up mm-hmm. or you guys just won't work out in general. And that's why age becomes a huge factor at this point. A lot of people they say age is just a number. It's not just a number. It it it's a denotation of where you are at in your life. Some people kind of mature a little faster, some people don't. Right, but generally speaking, if that sounds like a young person's problem,
0: yeah, I mean, old enough to live together with someone, but definitely in a, a the part of the years where you're super impressionable.
3: Yeah, because a lot of the times too, like especially because I I wasn't in a lot of serious relationships. I just dated a lot, and the reason why is because I wasn't comfortable with who I was yet. Mm-hmm. Right, so if I I I just kind of like took it as this is just going to be experience until I figure out who I really am and what I want out of life, because at this point. So, for example, when my girlfriend and I – my current girlfriend and I got together, um, I was confident enough – which this was a big gamble because when we got together, she was dating – She was. we were open dating or whatever, whatnot. And then – but I was serious about her. Mm-hmm. And she kept on going back and forth with this concept of, oh, well, this guy, he's doing this stuff for me, blah, 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 you know, doing all that other – and then I looked at her and, and then we had a conversation on the phone. I was like, hey, I, I already told you what I want out of this relationship. So I think you have something really twisted. I said, you are trying to figure out if I'm good for you. I'm not trying to, f- I'm trying to figure out if you're good for me. So yeah. I know who I am. So you just got to tell me who you are. And I was like, you make that choice, and you call me when you're ready. And I hung up the phone.
0: Whoa! I hung up
3: that phone. I was like, she's gonna leave me.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, like what oh, have I done? What have I done? <laughs> I say that every day, almost too much. Is what have I done? <laughs> that's
3: that's what I said. I was like, oh, what have I? She, she's done. It's gone. It's over. And then you know, she called me up the next day. We met each other. Oh,
0: the next day. That's yeah, and good.
3: We, we we figured it out, and then we've been together for four years now.
0: Wow. Yeah.
3: But that approach too, it doesn't mean it's gonna work. Like there's, there's a high failure rate with that. Yeah, But I'm just confident enough that I've been enough now where it just doesn't phase me anymore
0: oh that's good and i'm
3: that type of dude that walked the club what's up girl they're like ew i'm like whatever walking next to the other girl what's up girl ew all right then, you know so I'm, I'm like scabbed over you know what i mean i'm like it's not gonna work out it, whatever dude wow yeah so i think she wasn't used to that either when i first met her she's so used to a lot of guys who go very roundabout sure so even the way we we met when we had our first date which she didn't know was a first date it was a first date to me anyways so i walked up and after the, the, the night was over, she kind of gave me one of those, like, terrible hugs. I don't like bad hugs. A terrible I, hug? I, I grew up in a church, so I'm all about hugs. I yes. hug everybody. You know what I mean? Some guys get weirded out by that because they only expect me to hug the girl. But I'm like, what's up, bro? Come here. <laughs> what, what you doing? Don't run. Don't run. You know? Run. Shoulder blades. Let me cut those shoulder blades real quick. Mm, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, when, um, when she gave me that bad hug, I was like, oh. Oh, she
0: was it like, like a side hug or just it was a one like arm a side
3: hug with like a bridge that kept us be- like between us. And she kind of just felt like 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 a box. I was like, oh, hell no. So I looked at her. I was like, hey, but when the date was over or what I thought was a date, I was like, hey, by the way, we're not friends. Oh, I was like, you and I, we're not friends. Oh, my gosh. We're dating. <gasps> so this whole friend thing is like it's I don't even think that. So we're not friends. And so I'm gonna hit you up, and if you want to go on another date, let me know.
0: That is so yeah. insanely direct, more than anyone has ever been. With me. That's awesome. I,
3: you know, you know, people think too. There's like, oh, you, were you always like? That? Hell no, I wasn't always like that. It took years to get to that point. It's just at that time I was what 26. So tw- at 26 years old, I figured out, okay, I don't got time to waste. Right. I really, really like this person because at that point I wasn't expecting to be in a serious relationship till this age, till 30. Mm -hmm. So I told myself, 30, then maybe I'll start to settle down. But when I met her, I I felt something nice. Yeah. And I was like, well, this is going to be a missed opportunity if I don't try. Right. So I tried, and I didn't want her to think that we were something else because it's just so roundabout, you know? Oh, do you want to come over for a drink? You want some coffee? No, fuck that. Hey. I like you. If you want to come for coffee, I'm trying to see if this is going to turn into something else. If it doesn't, it doesn't. It's cool. Yeah. But I want you to know my intention first. Sure. Because I don't want her to feel uncomfortable. Like I'm trying to be sneaky about it because a lot of dudes do that. Yeah. They come in with the, oh, let me be your friend. Oh, are you sad? Cool. I'm going to be your friend right now. Right. You know? And they try to come in and support them at their downtime because that's when they're vulnerable. Mm-hmm. But I want to see her at her strongest. You know? So if you're at your strongest and you connect with me, that means that when things are down, we can like go up and down together. right we could we could figure that stuff out so i want to see her at her best and if she likes me at her best then it's all good it's all gravy and we'll figure it out the rest so
0: wow that's i don't think i've ever met anyone that has said that before because and everyone in my relationships in life has always gone the roundabout way
3: oh i refuse it It takes way too much time
0: and it does because (laughs) what if you're you're friends with them and then all of a sudden if you try to show them what your actual intentions and they're like oh no i thought we were just friends and you wasted all of that time
3: yeah and you know I, I, I hate this too because I see some guys are such creeps. Sometimes you know what I mean. <laughs> yes. Like you mm-hmm. guys are so fucking creepy, dude. <laughs> like if you were just upfront and not in a very like derogatory or just abrasive way, if there was a connection there, then you should try. You know why not? What's going to happen? And then if it doesn't work out, you could still be friends. It doesn't work well the other way around. You built a year of friendship and right. then you're like, hey, by the way, yeah. Then it gets a little tricky, yeah. Because you you fucking weaved all these webs. You know, mm-hmm. so when you break up that friendship, everything starts to crumble. Your friendship with with other people, all the dinners that you're going to have together, events that you see each other. It's, it's just so odd. Yeah. Be brave enough to do it in the beginning. Test it out. And if it does, you can still be friends. I'm still friends with girls that I try to hit on and they completely said no. You know, really, which I understood. I was like, <laughs> you're a smart woman. <laughs> you know I mean? You're a very smart woman. And it's all good. You know, and I think like people get it's because it's people get afraid of rejection. They're, yeah, they're afraid to hear that word no. They're afraid to hear that that person that they are about to emotionally invest themselves is going to say no and they're going to get crushed. Guess what? That's life. That happens in anything. You just have to just scab- be David So. Scab. Scab over.
0: <laughs> scab. I'm scab. a scab.
3: Dude, when I was acting, dude, like it was so funny. Some of my friends were like, yo, you, you'll probably scab over in your auditions after the first year. I scabbed over after the first one. Really? I went in. I bombed. I almost, I was, yo, know, let me tell you how bad this audition was. So I go into this audition and me being a comic, it was. I didn't even read what the role was or like the, the script I just saw the words and it was for like this murder scene type of thing and for some reason I read it as a funny sitcom oh my god so I go in and I read the line and the and the casting director goes that was a very interesting take and I looked back at it and I was like this right. <laughs> is right after the audition was done I went into my car I rolled down the seat and I went oh god you're so stupid so I called up my friend Khalif he's an actor I'm like yo Khalif what the fuck did I do he goes Dude, that's pretty terrible. He didn't make me feel any better about it. I sat there, I let it all out. The next one scabbed over. Go in, do the audition. You don't like it? Whatever, move on, move on, move on, move on. I've got time to be like dwelling in all this negative stuff, dude.
0: Whoa, does it usually take you just one time in order to like learn a lesson, or not, now it does?
3: Like not not in the beginning. I used to be a dweller. I used to dwell on everything.
0: I and then, yeah. And then all of a sudden you're just like, I don't want to feel that way anymore. And then yeah, you change just, your. I whole outlook.
3: Like Man, I was a, I was like, the, I was a big loser growing up, like a loser. Not in the sense of like, I guess like what people would. I, I consider myself a loser so much because I invested too much time into thinking about what everybody else thought about me, and mm. that's what makes you a loser. That's where you waste a lot of time. It is way easier to figure out what you want than to figure out what somebody else, w- else wants out of you. It's so much easier. It's it's just so internal. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like. I think like the past like three years it's been like that where I've been trying to figure out that a, a little bit more and more and more and more. So when, when I was so enraptured into doing YouTube and making money and doing all this other stuff, I started letting go of a lot of things that made me happy. Like for example, spending time with family and spending time with friends, mm-hmm. right? Which a lot of people in this city forget about. Yeah. We have a lot of work friends, but who are our friends? Right. I say this, if I'm trapped in an airport in LAX and you pick me up, you're my friend. <laughs> You know, oh, yeah. you pick me up at LAX, you're my friend. If <laughs> yes. you don't pick me up, you wouldn't you wouldn't take a bullet for me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Cuz sometimes I'd rather take a bullet than go to LAX. <laughs> <laughs> a bullet in the arm, fine. Yeah. Maybe yeah. even in the face. Oh, I don't know. It's gosh. bad, dude.
0: LAX like, is the worst. It is
3: the mm-hmm. worst. Yeah. And I, you know, I I've, I've gotten really good at now just figuring out I'm okay with having 10,000 acquaintances. It's just a matter of am I figuring out who the acquaintances are. Because right. there's a lot of likable people in this mm-hmm. doesn't mean you're a good person.
0: Preach and put that on everywhere in my face. <laughs> you you know, yes. know what I mean?
3: There's a lot of likable human beings. They will tell you exactly what you want to hear. They'll vibe with you. They'll laugh with you. Mm-hmm. Great example. I went to like this, um, this mixer event. I showed up like I always do. Like trash, so I
0: walk.
3: <laughs> you know, so I walk into this place like straight hot garbage, right? But because I'm walking in like garbage, I look like somebody important. Ah. Because I, it looks like I don't give a fuck. Right. Right. So I'm walking in, and there's a bunch of actors, these upcoming actors there, and I think they think I'm an executive. Okay. Right. And so we're uh. talking. I'm, I say something weird, like, oh, "My water's not full," and they're like. <laughs> I'm like, bitch! I am not that funny.
0: Oh my gosh! You are
3: laughing for no reason. Yeah. You little likable fuck. You know what I mean? I'm like, I did not make say anything funny, and they're just laughing. And I'm like, this is this is what the, I don't want to say. This city, this is what this industry sometimes becomes about because they're so afraid of burning bridges and losing opportunities. Mm. So that is fine because I I could leave that there. I just have to know who my friends are and who I can really connect with. Yeah. You know. And so during the, these weird times, I had to figure that out a lot. You know, and I figured out, it's like, okay, that's why a lot of people didn't understand. Like I put it out in my videos. So he goes, well, how come you don't go to all these weddings you get invited to? Because they're acquaintances. Get divorced, have three kids. I don't care. I'm not going there dressing up in my monkey suit. And then to being like, hey, congratulations. I don't care. <laughs> you know, I don't care. And I spent money on you. I don't like you. you, know, <laughs> you know? How about that? How about that? And they don't want to hear that. So I just go, you know what? I'm sick.
0: (laughs) Especially on their wedding day. I don't think anyone here don't like you.
3: I've learned to white lie now because I I grew up getting my ass beat for lying a lot because I used to lie a lot because I wanted to do a lot of the things I wanted to, but my dad was so strict. Uh I I was just a terrible liar. My dad always knew I was going to lie. So I don't like lying. But now I've learned to lie a little more because I have to be mindful of people's feelings. So that's why white lies do make sense. You know, mind you, if somebody comes up and they go, Hey, can you come to my, it'd be a blessing if you were there. And in my mind, I'm like, absolutely not. How fucking dare you ask me? I don't, I don't don't like you. I want to say that, you know, like I've met you three times. Like, I'm, not, I'm not going to your wedding. <laughs> How much money do you have?
0: That is weird. Three times and you're invited to a wedding?
3: Dude, let me tell you about this, dude. So I did a vlog about this too, but this guy I met through a friend, and every time we met, we were drunk. I barely know the dude's face. Barely know the guy's face. I get a call. He goes, yo, man, do you remember me? Blah, 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 blah. I'm not going to say his name. And he just goes, <clears throat> I would love for you to be one of my groomsmen. Like, it's, yes. Whoa. Yes, exactly. I met him three times drunk. I don't even know the sound of your voice and what it sounds like. No. I was plastered. I may have called you my best friend, but I called everybody <laughs> my best friend when I was drunk, dude. And
0: I hate everyone. Exactly.
3: <laughs> you know what I mean? Everybody was my best friend, dude. Like, so this guy was, and I told him, I was like, yo, man, I'm, I'm not... I'm not going to your wedding, dude. He goes, well, he goes, well, I kind of feel a little disrespected. No. Now, check this out. The audacity of this human being. He goes, I feel a little disrespected. It should be an honor that somebody asked you to come to the wedding. I, went, I, I don't think. And that's how much he doesn't know me as a person. Right. right? And I was well, like, yeah. I literally responded with, bro, I met you three times, dude. I barely even know what you look like. Do you have no friends? What's <gasps> wrong with you? You said that to his face? Yeah, well, he was coming at me a little hard. Like He was like, that's the <laughs> biggest disrespect. Who are you, King Midas? Get out of my face, dude. Like, I'm, I'm the peasant, and I should be so just, like, uh, proud that I get to attend your wedding, you know? And then I hung up the phone, and I called my buddy, who I met through him. I was like, yo, what's with your friend? He goes, dude, he asked me to be in Grooves. I don't even like him that much. And I was like, dude, what is going on with this guy? And it's, it's just the dude, just, he confuses who friends are and who acquaintances are. Yeah. You know, and that's the the person I don't want to be, you know, and that's that's who a lot of people are, you know. Yeah, I'm a fun person. Doesn't mean I'm your friend, though. Like, we don't have anything connected with us.
0: Yeah. What's... What if... I guess how do you decide who's an actual friend and who is an acquaintance without like the thing? Like for everyone listening, there's probably people in their life where they're like, I-, I don't know if this person and I can really trust them. Especially out here, it's kind of harder because everyone kind of wants something and they're mm-hmm. going in covert ways to get what they want. But for people that aren't in this industry, there's kind of shady people everywhere. How do you trust the right people?
3: I mean, you just got to get burned a lot. That's what it is. You got to get burned and then you learn. Pick yeah. up your pieces. Fix Burn it, and learn. Move on. And then try again. And that's, that's like the thing that a lot of people don't tell each other. Like I got all this advice for you. And if you take this advice, it's going to work out. Not true. Mm-hmm. You're going to get burned and you're going to fail. You pick those pieces up and you go again and you try again. And you, you, let your, you allow yourself to be vulnerable. That's, that's just life. Get, get burned a little bit. That's all good. All those like, cuts and bruises, they all heal eventually. Mm-hmm. You know, And those things are lessons. So I got burned so many times growing up just because I grew up in an area where a lot of people weren't like me. They were, albeit thuggish. You know, and I wanted to be a thug, too. So I wanted to sag my pants. Yo, what's up, cuh? Cu? I'm goofy, man. I don't fit in this world. But I wanted to be that person so bad. You know what I mean? What's up, gangster? What's up, cuh? Like, David, stop stop crying when you say it, though. It's like, I know I'm scared, <laughs> man. I'm scared. You people I'm are scared. You guys have tattoos on your faces, man. Like, I, I can't do this. You know, but I wanted to be that person. And I got burned a lot because a lot of these people who I thought were my friends, yeah. they were acquaintances. They kept me around because I was a funny guy, but they wouldn't they weren't there to support who I was and help me build up, mm-hmm. you know? And you'll see that a lot too. I'm, I'm not sure if you've experienced this, but have you seen a lot of people who you were the closest friends ever in your mind, but the moment you started succeeding, they started hating you a little bit.
0: Oh, because, that is interesting.
3: Because they didn't, because they're your only friends as long as you stay with me here. But if That's I'm,
0: so icky. Like right? my arms feel gross.
3: Yeah, there's a lot of people like that because they feel inadequate when you're successful. Good friends, when they see you, Uh, Succeed, they support you one hundred percent, and they want to succeed too. So you guys grow together, whatever respective career that you're in. Right. My best friend in Sacramento, the man's a fucking doctor, right? Mm -hmm. We grew up in South Sacramento, ghetto area, terrible education, whatever, super poor. Both of us on welfare, whatever. You could think about it, right? The guy eventually became a doctor. He went to the Peace Corps two years came back said he was become he was going to become a physician he got into medical school he got a full ride to a few other like med schools too but he chose a place that he wanted to go and now he's a doctor a kid that a lot of people didn't expect to mm-hmm. succeed And him becoming a doctor doesn't make me feel like I didn't do it. It's weird because like we always say this, we're like the, we, we break stereotypes because I'm the Korean Asian kid that decided to become a a clown and he's a black dude that became a doctor. So (laughs) we always say we break stereotypes. I love it. When he succeeds, it makes me happy. Dude, when he, when he got into med school, dude, I was bawling. It was so, I think it's because we were drunk too. (laughs)
0: and it's something in my eye we did
3: that man hug too where i just i held him with my fist only come here man i love you so much bro and that's how i figured out he was my best friend so whenever whenever i did something great he always gave me a push up whenever he did something great i always gave him a push up and i'm always happy that he's always succeeding that's just like one of the signs that you have a good friend compared to an acquaintance Mm -hmm. also why are they around you are they around you because they want something from you aside from just friendship or they like you because of what they can gain from you. Mm-hmm. And that is a huge factor. Like I've had conversations with people that we're not, we're, we're okay. Cause now I just put them in the acquaintance thing. Yeah. But I've literally had a conversation with somebody here where the moment they found somebody, they can gain more quote unquote clout from. So yeah. you started moving over to them and they owed me and we were working on projects together and they just didn't finish it because they wanted to work on this because it was a better opportunity. Whoa. And I, you know, I'm not taking that shit. literally I had that dude come over to my house. I sat him down and I, you know, I, as an adult now, I would have better dealt with it, but at that, that time I did, and I cursed the dude out. You know, lo and behold, that guy now, I mean, I think he's a decent human being. I don't think he's a terrible person. Uh, you know, he's not going to murder or anything, but that dude too, he doesn't really have a lot of friends now. Yeah. He doesn't. He has a lot of people who he says, this is my best friend, this is my best friend, every different post, this is my best friend. Are they really your friends? You don't have good friends anymore, man.
0: Yeah. Well, if you're saying like more than two people are your best friends, maybe three, Yeah. like, You can't have that many best friends. Best is a superlative. (laughs) You can't. You only get one award.
3: Exactly, and you know the people that this person says are their closest friends are people that he gained something great from. You know, Mm -hmm. and that's 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 the issue that a lot of people have. So you know, just get bird and figure it out.
0: Yeah, I mean, in terms of like acquaintances versus best friends, and this person asking of like differences of being in love and loving someone, like those are also very different concepts too. Loving someone is just like you want the best for them. You like them. Like you really just want to help them because they deserve it. But being in love with someone, treacherous.
3: (laughs) People are scared to even understand this concept. Just because you love somebody doesn't mean you're right for them.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
3: That's a scary thing. People don't understand that. Just because you love each other doesn't mean that you guys are right for each other. Yes. And that's a very, very hard pill to swallow because it's like, Everything in your heart tells you that, you know, we belong together. When you make me smile, I'm laughing, I'm crying, or all that other stuff, right? But you got to really think about your foundations. If your foundation isn't strong, it's not going to work out. I told my friend this recently. He goes, well, how do you know that you and Mariel are going to work out so well? Like, what makes you want to marry this girl eventually? It's because (laughs) we have pillars in our life. My foundation are these three pillars. Her pillars match my pillars.
0: Oh.
3: And as long as these don't break down and she understands that, guess what? We're going to work out fine. Everything else is small, Right. David, you left the toilet seat up. I did leave the toilet seat up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'll fight you over that stuff, but I will never leave you for that stuff. Right. You know what I mean? Like I didn't clean the kitchen or something like that. You know what I mean? I was texting too much on my phone or something. I farted something really weird. You know, we could figure all that stuff out, right? You know, all that stuff. <laughs> like, this, this stuff is small. We will figure this out. You know, but as long as she doesn't break these like like very important pillars in my life, we'll work out fine. Yeah. You know, I, I, don't, I don't mess with hers either then we're
0: good. She wrote that her boyfriend doubted whether he was in love with her anymore. Is there, I mean, Uh I'm obviously single, so I don't know the answer to this. (laughs) Very much so. (laughs) A lot. I'm single a lot. I don't even know what that is, but I'm a lot single. (laughs) Even craft singles are more together with other things than I am because they come in a pack.
3: (laughs) Are you single by choice or are you single? Okay.
0: Well, it's like I haven't found the right thing right now. And I feel like once I I got out of a relationship a couple years ago, and ever since then, I was just like, I don't know anything about myself.
3: You're growing, right? Yeah. Doesn't that feel good?
0: Yeah, dude. I remember one time I tweeted like, oh, it's so cool when you can tangibly feel yourself leveling up. Yeah. And it was such a bad tweet, but I was like, this is amazing. No, you feel good. like you're going upstairs, like in your life. You're like, yeah. oh, the altitude is different up That's here. That's the
3: important part, dude. That's what people don't get. They don't get how how important it is to invest in yourself, man. Yeah. And then watch when you get into a really healthy relationship. Watch when you find somebody that really understands it and they're at the same level that you you are. Yeah. Boom, it works well. I mean, you'll fight all the time. But you know what I mean? It's going to feel amazing. Yeah. Because what happens is too, and you know, I I think like, so I see my girlfriend maybe like two or three times a week because she works, she's a career woman. I work a lot too. Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh, you don't want to see her every day? It's not whether I want to see her every day. She has things to do. Mm -hmm. She has goals outside of me and she's continually growing herself. Yeah. I'm just there to bolster that, right? There'll be a time when we have kids, we get married, whatever, I'll see her every day. But as of right now, if that's not going to help her grow, then I'm not going to step on her toes. And she's not going to step on mine either. Yeah. Right? And so some people are like, well, you don't like her? It's like, no, it has nothing to do with that at all. You don't understand. Like, it's, it's what you consider a healthy relationship doesn't mean I have to follow your blueprint.
0: Yeah, for anything. Know,
3: for anything. You know, so for her, like, I, I, I like the way that it is. And like, when I made a choice to be with her or be with anybody at that point, I said, I cannot be with a woman who doesn't have her own personal goals and own wants in her life. I cannot be a goal in your life. I, can, I cannot be a goal in your life yeah you figure out what you want I'll help support you you help support mine because what's cool is like for me anyways I need somebody that challenges me and number two I need somebody that has a separate life because I like changing stories I want to hear your work drama I'm a little weird like that so when she's like oh my god I got work drama I'm like tell me tell me, tell me tell me tell me the cheese man come here girl tell me come over here Vendor wants to hear everything like come here Like, so I want to hear all that stuff you know what I mean so she's just gossiping gossiping I'm like oh, what else did Eric do what else did he do, punk-ass bitch? You want me to manhandle him? How big is he? Is he 6'5"? Probably not. But if he was smaller, I'd beat him up. You know, like, we I like this. You know, I like that she has other things going yeah. on outside of me. Mm-hmm. And it makes my life so much easier because we get to share on these things. And I want to learn about what she does, and hopefully she wants to learn about what I do, too. Because she thought about doing YouTube. I was like, nope, you're not doing it. <laughs> Because we would fight all the time. And that is
0: hard being in the same exact thing as somebody else. Like I've dated dancers, I've dated other people that do YouTube. It's always really weird because it's all—it's also your drama is the same. And so when you're trading yeah. stories, it's not—you're not getting out of your mindset. You're just getting more angry.
3: Exactly. Like even I recently. Um, I went through a little bit of, like, Instagram drama, which I, I did a joke, and this girl did not like it. Mm-hmm. She made it a whole gender issue thing, and I didn't back down. I refused to back down. Yeah. And then for me, I to t- she took it a step back, and I, dude, I, like, fucking just destroyed this girl. And then Meryl came back. She goes, well, even though the intent of your joke was to make was, was to make you the butt of the joke, she actually became the butt of the joke. She got her feelings hurt. Right. And that's somebody that didn't expect that, and she wasn't laughing. So... You have to be mindful of what she thought. Oh shit. And I was laying in my bed and I was just tossing and turning. And I was like, oh, I feel bad. <laughs> and
0: I was like, oh, you're the God. Grinch. Oh my gosh, you're the Grinch on Christmas. Yeah, I felt
3: terrible, dude. Not because of the joke. The joke was hilarious. But I felt bad. <laughs> I felt bad that she felt bad. And she yeah. She still I mean she still doesn't get it. She still didn't understand the joke wasn't about her. And I think what happened was that she became the butt of the joke. Yeah. And I, I didn't want that to happen, so I had to apologize. So I DM'd her and I apologized to the girl. I told her if I ever see you in person. I'll say, sorry. And I wouldn't have gotten that perspective. It was somebody within my own circle. If she is outside, and she has a different perspective as somebody who's not in entertainment. Right. And then she gave me that perspective and that's what I like. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's always nice. Mm -hmm. Do we answer the girl's question?
3: Yeah. The difference between in love and being and and, and love is like, you you figured it out. (laughs) You got it, girl. Girl power. Girl power. Shit. Did we answer it? I mean, we maybe like
1: a a, maybe like a quick tip on like how do you know you're in love with somebody? Okay, like what's a thing that's like,
0: ooh.
3: How do you know if you're in love with somebody? Yeah,
0: is there a litmus test to being in love? Because I. People have came on this podcast and told us, like, very interesting things of, like, you can feel, like, some people have said nausea. Some people have said, like, you feel like you're, I think this was me, actually. You feel like you're wearing a weight vest of when well, I thought I was in love.
3: He, that's also pregnancy, too. So, like, that's, that's <laughs> I guess, is similar to that then. So, you either might be pregnant or you might be in love. So, I don't know. But, <laughs> it's the same. Uh, I think, like, you know when, I think being in love is easy, though. Staying in love is hard.
0: Yeah, so, I wonder if this person is... You, you
3: know what it's like to be in love. That's a dumb question. You know what it's like to be in love. You don't need to ask that.
0: But you can fall out of love. And exactly. what if this is happening here? And so they're working through it, but and he's there's... not invested anymore. So what is she going to do?
3: And there's also no like, blanket answer for this too. There are a lot of relationships that fail in the middle and they pick themselves up and they move on and they get better. So it's just a matter of you two. Who are you guys? Do you, are you guys strong enough to move past this? If not, then you might have to move on. You have to. You, these are conversations that you shouldn't be asking. You should be talking to that dude. And if it becomes overwhelming, maybe, maybe it, maybe you're not strong enough to carry his baggage, and maybe it's not your responsibility to. If you don't want st- to, if you want to stay with that person, then kind of, yeah, it is. It's just your job as that person's, um, I think, like counterpart to help build them up. If and his job too, the other yeah. way around. So it happens. Like when I was, I was like 260 pounds, depressed out of my mind. Right, I, I just kept getting exponentially bigger and my self-esteem is so high i had no idea i was fat Mm -hmm. i did not know i would look i would be eating a meal and -hmm. there would be like two extremely obese people and i'm like look at them and then my girlfriend (laughs) (laughs) girlfriend would be like what are you talking about fat boy i was like who me me. i'm not fat she goes you're fat i'm like i'm fat (laughs) she's like "I'm, i'm a fat person she goes you're fat She's like, well, how do you know? She goes, I can hear you breathe and we're like across from the table. Why are you breathing so hard? I'm breathing hard. you know like, she's like telling me and I didn't see it. Like how the, the weight that I am now is how I viewed myself when I was bigger. I just didn't see it. Mm-hmm. Like I literally thought I was the sexiest thing walking around. I would wake up in the morning like, oh boy, you look good, you know what I'm saying And she stuck with me through that whole thing. And she knew that I wasn't in a good place, you mm-hmm. know, so I, I kind of ignored my health. I ignored everything else and I just wallowed and I was just like, oh God, I'm so depressed out of my mind because I want not say depressed. I just, I just couldn't, I couldn't, I would ignore all the signs of like being unhealthy. Sure. You know, I just didn't want to see it. Whether it was a high self-esteem thing or not, I just didn't want to see it. And she had to stick with me and I was, a, I was negative and I couldn't even see that either. Right. I was very pessimistic and it was just because my health was so bad and I didn't, I didn't really kind of connect those two things together. So I, when I was going through these dark times, she stuck by me. And then when I was trying to lose weight, she supported me, gave me words of affirmation every morning. Yeah. You're, you're doing a good job. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Next thing you know, I lost 60 pounds and she stuck with me throughout the whole thing. So is that the type of relationship you have, young lady? Are you going <laughs> to be there for him when he's going through this stuff? Yeah. Or is it something that you can't handle? Because he's not in love with you anymore. There's a lot of people that I know that have very successful marriages now that they, they went through that. Mm-hmm. Where they didn't feel like the person that they were standing, like sitting across from every day, every night, they didn't love that person anymore. But it took for them to sit across and talk to each other to figure out what was wrong. And they right. figured it out. So it's, it's, you, you got to figure that out for yourself.
0: Yeah, I wish love was more like a math problem like obviously you're having a conversation and figuring out where it kind of went wrong and what you can do but that's not to bring math into this but <laughs> how awesome is math because you can look exactly where the problem went you wrong. You like
3: math nerd? <laughs> you're such a nerd that's definitely that Asian side of you dude what the hell that's math. the only
0: Asian thing I got out of me. I
3: hate math. I'm
0: actually terrible at math.
3: What are I am. you saying right now? I love math are you great at
0: Absolutely not <laughs> I'm not good at it but I respect it.
3: Okay. That's the, okay. I understand.
0: And that's Asian also that is to very, respect that is, something. That is
3: very Asian. I'm so surprised that you're single though. I feel like you've you've grown so much now you would be in a comfortable spot where you could find somebody.
0: Yeah, I guess I mean I'm ready to but it hasn't yeah. really presented itself in a way that it's worth diving in. I also get really nervous to dive into something that's like a friendship already. Because I don't I don't want to lose a friendship because it's going to change. Because a lot of people do the roundabout thing that we were talking about a little mm. bit ago. And it's like, they probably, they might want to date. But I don't know. Right now, they're just a dope-ass friend. Probably
3: because you're also, I think it's intimidating too, though. Like, number one, like you're. Thank you're,
0: you. <laughs> yeah. she ha- She does say that.
3: It's intimidating. Like, you're somebody who's very well-spoken. Right. You're, you're, you're killing it in this space. You have like this huge cloud about you and it's, it's hard to approach a woman like you. You know what I mean? It's, it's not easy for guys. Right. Like it's just from like an objective point of view. Right. Yeah. Successful, very hardworking, very talented. thank you. And you're very, very pretty. You're gorgeous. Right. And for a lot of guys who see that, it's like, it's, it's almost, they're just so scared to come up to you. Right. And they kind of know more about you than you know about them. You know? yeah
0: well I don't know anything about anything so.
3: <laughs> right so that's it's, it's, it's an intimidating thing so you might have to do a little extra work on that.
0: Part. I'm already working so hard <laughs> I am tired Dude, I,
3: listen to me right if I shook your hand right now I could chop off my hand and sell it on eBay for a grand. <laughs> you know what I mean I've gained value just being next to you. Do you understand that <laughs> You know what I mean like that's 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 just I, I could see how guys can be intimidated by you like I could really see it. Yeah, because if I didn't know you at all and I just saw you walking down the street, I'm like, damn, that girl's fucking cute. What's up, girl? What's <laughs> What are you? You're racially ambiguous. What's up? You know, what you, Filipino, Mexican, Asian? Goddamn, girl. What's up? Bag of tricks. Get up here. <laughs> Let me talk to you for a second. And I, you would reject me. And then I'll go back and I'm like, whatever, bitch. And I'll walk, walk back away. And then we would be on this podcast like, hey, you're the guy that called me a bitch. I was like, yeah, because I hollered at you. And I was like, what's up, girl? What's up, man? Ambiguous, little Mexican Asian. <laughs>
0: Oh my god! I hate getting hollered at on the street. Is this normal?
3: It's know. normal, yeah. I wonder what that.
0: I wonder what that feels guys like. Guys are
3: so stupid too, because like guys, I, I would love
0: to get catcalled.
3: Really? I want to walk down and the girl be like, look at that ass. Like yeah, you look at it. <clears throat> you know that <laughs> You know I would just walk away so happy. I'll tell my yo man, this girl hit on me today. It was so cool. I mean she wasn't cute or anything, but whatever. I take it. You know. <laughs>
0: I guess it feels more like a threat sometimes. Does it ever feel like a threat to you? Yeah, oh, it's yeah. well,
1: like it's very different if like a guy who you would make out with is like, "Hey girl," or mm. if like some dude in an old van is like, "Hey girl," yeah, yeah. and you're like, <laughs> <laughs>
3: the tone, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. And just yeah. the van, so,
3: like what they call you to. What's up, lollipop? What lollipop? What do you mean? What's going on, dandelion? <laughs> well, I love that. She's like, "All my <laughs> Chamomile, Sarah.
0: Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I think we helped. We definitely did. Oh yeah. I hope
3: so, girl. I hope so, girl.
0: Yeah, I hope so, man. Figure it out. You be, you be fine. Come We're going to take a quick break while David gives us an extra piece of advice you can find on meganbattoon.com slash podcast, and we'll be right back.
2: CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car.
0: Before we go into our next segment, David, what are you working on? You're doing so many things. How do you even begin to tell us what's going on?
3: I mean, as of right now, um, like the, the the main thing that I'm working on for next year right now, I'm, I'm working on a television show. So <gasps> I've, I've been working on very small goals. So my first goal was to sell a film and be a part of film, acting it, go into Sundance. That happened a lot faster than I expected.
2: That's
1: so,
3: so sick. my first try got into Sundance. We, we won um, like the next audience award. It was fucking amazing. Yeah. Biggest like high of my life. Yeah. Right? Help produce it. Help work on the story. I was one of the lead actors. It was fucking amazing. And then um, because that happened so quick, I was like, okay, uh,
0: <laughs> what next? <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> I, uh, I have no more goals. Yeah. I did it. Because
3: I, didn't ex- I expected to work on that for the next like three or four, five, six years.
2: Whoa. And it just
3: happened a little faster than I expected. So now my next goal is to write and sell a TV show. Whether it gets to network or it sells or not, I just want to write and sell one. Just sure. to say I've done it. So that's like a personal goal. Um, Right now, um, we have a matcha green tea spot called Sip Matcha. We have it opened up out in Westwood, and we have another one in Roland Heights, and we're going to be expanding a lot more next year. So uh, that's like my other goal too. And um, I kind of like doing businesses that – it's about accessible food, right? Mm -hmm. So a lot of food is going to this thing of – I'm creating art and I want you to eat this and it's like whatever, $30, $40 a dish or whatever, these drinks are like you know, 10, 12 bucks. Mm-hmm. But, you know, matcha has this thing where people look at it and they go, this is this is like, oh, this is like some fancy highfalutin shit. But it's a very common drink, especially in Japan. Like farmers, like green tea farmers, they have like their cold brew version of matcha tea where they just shake it up with cold water, they drink it, and that's what it is. Whoa. And so our matcha is very high quality, high grade. I could, I could put that out and say that out very proudly, but our stuff is accessible, it's an accessible, Prices. And we don't want you guys to pay that premium to have that. Just because I want people to be able to drink something that they enjoy and not feel like they have to be a certain type of somebody to drink it. Yeah. Right? And that's every business that I do. I have another clothing brand that we call, this called Secret Society. And the reason why we call it Secret Society is because if you look at Secret Society, there's like the 2% that owns everything. So we want the other way around where the 98% is kind of what's up. Cool. So our, our clothing brand doesn't, you don't have to be a somebody to wear our stuff. We, we'll fit whatever your lifestyle is. Mm-hmm. So whatever I do, I want to push that motto out. like i want everybody to feel like there's somebody
0: yeah and inclusive
3: exactly so sit much is the big goal secret society is another big goal and it's just stuff that i enjoy i mean it takes up a lot of time but you know it makes me happy right now so just keep going for it
0: that's worth it anything that makes you happy is worth it
3: exactly dude
0: like it's so like obviously but when you put like that's when i make merch it's like no one has done the way that i do it and every time i tell like other people that are on YouTube that want to do merch, my process, they're like, oh, I don't want to do that. That's, like, way too intense. And I'm like, I'm very happy with – I wouldn't do it any other way than how I'm doing it now. And I love that about your businesses because that's what's going to carry it. It's longevity for however successful it gets, but it's also – feeling what you wanted to do it the reason why you wanted to do it in the first place
3: yeah and it's all everything that i touched to is it it's it's going to be an extension and a representation of who i am
0: exactly
3: right so if i invest into this and i'm a part of this i want people to know that i'm proud of this too you know so if it does well it does well if it doesn't it's cool i was still happy while i was
0: doing it exactly
3: i probably went broke while i was doing it (laughs) but i was very happy (laughs) you know i mean i'm that dude out of detail i just spin around nunchucks just broke as fuck you know just having a good time have you seen that guy No. He exists. You'll see this dude with his dirty ass nunchuck, just fucking spinning it around. But he's Happy as hell. He's around DTLA, dude. He's here. There's the other dude too. You, man, you need to get out a
0: little more, girl. I don't really leave my house. Perfect. (laughs) To be fair,
3: out there, dude. Because at first, I had to to inspect the guy closely. It was just two tampons. Just (laughs) I'm (laughs) playing. No, but, it, you know, there's that dude. There's the other dude. Oh, there's the, the, the AIDS lady. Have you met her yet? No. She's amazing. Like, her approach is so crazy, it blows my mind, and I give her money every time. So, this is how she comes up to you. She goes, excuse me, sir. I have AIDS. <laughs> and I'm like, whoa. Could you please spare some change? I'm like, dude, that's a cold opening here. Yeah, five, <laughs> five bucks. Take that. Take that right there. There you go. There's also AIDS lady. There's also the the number eight guy. You'll see him in DTLA. He's he comes like, excuse me, sir. Uh, I just got out of prison not too long ago, and if you can tell by this tattoo on my forehead, this is a number eight. This is the reason why I can't get a job. Do you have any uh, change to spare? And I look at him like, bro, you just said that to me two minutes ago. And he goes, I right, man, I just want some money. All right, here goes five bucks, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Whoa. So I've 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 approached these guys consistently, so I know their whole pitch. It's awesome. Do
0: you ever say it back to them? Like if it's the same reel, you just kind of like say the exact thing. I could, same thing dude. That's like the
3: same guy. He just came up and he goes, my bad dude. I just want some money. I'm like, cool. Just say that in the first man. You just wasted like 30 seconds of my life, man. <laughs> <laughs> just say you want like five bucks. There's another dude, P- Pigeon Man, off on uh, second in Alvarado. You know who I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. I love this guy. I've probably given him, I shit you not, in the past four years, at least $1,000. Whoa. Because he's working for his money.
0: What is he doing with the pigeons?
3: Everything. He controls them. <laughs> this motherfucker, he's... So you, right he's the you
0: guy from out, Home Alone.
3: Right when you get out the exit, right? This motherfucker, I'm talking about, got his hands out like Jesus, right? No. Got like 17 pigeons on his arm, and he puts like food on in his beard and his oh. mouth. They fly into his beard, and he goes away, and then he goes, if you get lucky, ta-da! <laughs> Ta-da! Oh, ta-da! $20 right there, dude! Dude, you made me happy today, man. That guy, he is Aww. the pigeon man. I love him.
0: Well, I now I do want to get out, only for that reason. Dude.
3: Have you seen Bike Guy? Mm-mm. Oh, Bike Guy is right
1: here around uh, like 5th in Los Angeles. He's just got like 50 old bikes that he hangs out near. What? that thing Is yeah. it like a show? No, he's just got a lot of old bikes. He's the And he's around them.
3: And there's also a, uh, the, the lanky Japanese man that walks up to you, he goes, do you have any change, please? But he doesn't look at you, so you don't know who, who he's talking to. Oh, Yeah.
0: He's probably nervous.
3: Maybe. With that Japanese culture inside him, he's still
0: Yeah, he's just bowing. You. Yeah. Just to be in your presence. I love LA. <laughs> oh, LA. This segment is called Tip Jar. People from Twitter have tweeted me one or two word suggestions, and we're going to give our quickest tip of advice— or how to do something, or our best insight on any of these mm-hmm. topics. Very easy. Are you ready? Okay. The first one is slinkies. Slinkies? Best, best tip on slinkies. Sometimes I say don't, things that you got to- buy them. <laughs> don't buy them? I say only buy metal slinkies. Oh. Plastic slinkies? For what?
3: Because they don't smell. Metal, it, metal slinkies smell.
0: What are you talking about?
3: Dude, they smell like like old steel and iron. Like it smells you don't like bad that smell? That. No, what, what, what is wrong? That's why you don't got a boyfriend, all right? <laughs> now, we, now we're Now we figuring stuff out that didn't... Yeah, just a tip. Here we go. Now we're figuring it out. I was like, why does she have a boyfriend? Yeah, because she likes metal slinkies. That's why.
0: <laughs> Next one is interpretive dance. Do you have a quick tip on any dance? How about any dance?
3: Oh, fuck Shake that ass. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's a pretty good tip. I like that. Shake that ass. Uh... I want to hear from you because you don't dance. do I. Go. I
1: think, I think interpretive dance is fun to make fun of. Like when I when I pretend to dance, I always pretend interpretive dance.
0: That is true. I think everyone does that.
1: But that's because I have I have no idea how to dance. So I'd say go interpretive whenever somebody's like, oh, dance right now. Oh, like interpretive would, dancing to Pony. Hilarious.
0: <laughs> what
3: is interpretive dance?
0: Honestly, I'm the worst person to ask because I don't do it. I don't know if it's just express... Can we look up the definition yeah. for interpretive dance? Because when I see it, it looks like contemporary and mime put together. Because, you know, they're like miming. Mm. And it's like, I don't... I truly don't know.
3: Oh, the dancer doesn't know. Fail points. Wow!
0: <laughs> there
3: it is. How about that? Just
1: uh, it. It's a form of modern dance in which the dancer's movements depict an emotion or tell a story.
0: Oh. oh. That's kind of every piece, though. It's That's a type of say.
1: modern dance and a style of theatrical dance.
0: Right. That's what I said. David, I said... Th- theatrical
1: oh
3: look at that her personality's coming out Now she's angry it's
1: (laughs) It's not (laughs) as restricted as classical (laughs) ballet movements are expressive of feelings
0: oh feelings wouldn't relate my tip for dance in general would be uh oh you know this is an actually really good tip that i'm about to to tell you if you're a dancer or if you're not a dancer If you freestyle, if you try and move your feet in shapes of the alphabet. So if you do like a the letter A, you draw the letter A with your toes. You're basically doing a little triangle. So if you do that with your shoulders, you make the letter A with your shoulders. I'm doing it now, you can't see. You can do it with anything. Any part of your body. What?
3: If you have video you could see. (laughs) Okay. Just a tip.
0: (laughs) Look at the tagline. Yeah, Uh, yeah, so if you do the letters of the alphabet with any of your body parts, you're basically dancing. You know what
3: the funny thing is? This is literally like those DIY moments where you do it at home and it doesn't look look the way that (laughs) she's (laughs) saying.
0: You know what I mean? Oh, you know when you make a cake, just four
3: ounces of flour, mix it up here and there, and bam, there you go, unicorn. You know? (laughs) I'm going to go home and I'll try to cue and shit.
0: (laughs) No, you're (laughs) going to see, especially with your feet, you're going to see this. I'm posting it
3: tonight, and then I'm going to show you how bad it is.
0: (laughs) You'll all see.
3: Yep.
0: Next. Quick tip on massages.
3: Oh. Massages, by the way, is my motherfucking shit. Giving
0: or receiving?
3: Giving. My mom... (gasps) And made me give her a massage all the time as a kid after work. So, like, I just massage everybody up for no fucking goddamn reason, dude. And you're just good at it. I'm like that dude at JK office that just gives everybody massages. (laughs) It's like the way I connect with people. What's up, bro? Come here. You want the massage? Bop, bop, bop. The way you give massage, you got to not be scared. Yes. You know what I mean? You just got to get it in there.
0: Yeah, but have you ever had those people that, like, you try and do it hard and they're like, ah. And you're like, the heck?
3: It's because they don't, those are the people that have never done an activity in their life. <laughs> their body has not a single fucking knot. They don't work. They don't do shit. Yeah. That's their problem. They're like, oh, it hurts. You know why? Because you're a lazy fuck. That's <laughs> why. If you had issues, you would have knots. My whole back is a knot, dude. <laughs> shit.
0: is just a wood plank. <laughs>
3: <laughs> dude, have you ever tried giving massage to like a power lifter? No. It is the most. <laughs> the shit- have you?
0: <laughs> yes. Oh, Bart?
3: It's Bart. I've tried, like grabbing him is like grabbing a holiday ham. And you have to somehow like, you know, what I mean? like you're literally trying to do something. He goes that feels good, and but my hands are on fucking fire. Dude. <laughs> Your
0: hands are I just
3: hate rocks. it. I hate that motherfucker, dude. I love him so much.
0: So the quick, the best tip about uh, giving massages is to not be scared to go deep. Yeah,
3: just just get in
1: there. Do you
0: have a good massage tip? Give them often. Aww. Oh, <laughs> such a cute response. I have a massage tip. If you are, uh, I mean. I get blah, 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 it doesn't matter. Have yes. the person lay down, and then you put their head like if you're sitting cross legged, you put their head right where your ankles are, and then you go from b- underneath their head. Mm. So you lift their head like a little bowling ball. Because when I get that done in the salons, is the salon the mm-hmm. spa? It feels so good because no one's ever lifting up your head. Mm-hmm. So if you touch like the back of your where your na- your neck mm. meets your hairline, and right on the edges of the left and right of your head, and you just pull up a bit and have your head sink down. It is the best feeling I've ever felt in my life.
3: I was thinking about getting a massage table just because like every time I give my girlfriend a massage, it's so difficult if you're not standing above them. Or you have to straddle them and then give them a massage. It's just yeah. too much work. So I was like, fuck, I'm just going to get a massage table, you lay down, and then I'll do it this way. It's just a lot easier. Can
1: I come over? <laughs> yeah.
3: Dude, I need practice, dude. I got this like dope-ass fucking, uh, it's like lavender and eucalyptus, like this oil. Dude, that smells so fucking good.
0: Do you put it underneath or you massage with it?
3: No, I massage with it. What?
0: Yeah, Someone's dope. relaxed. It's dope,
3: dude. I'm like, come on, girl, let me just see how this feels real quick. Just get that in there.
0: <laughs> the elbow. Yeah. The first time I ever got a Thai massage, I was like, what's oh, that's, happening? That's not
3: a massage, dude. They're making it's a workout. you pay for all of your sins. That's <laughs> what. <laughs> that's what they're doing. They're trying to get the truth out of you, dude. <laughs> like I'm, I'm confessing shit that I didn't even know I did. <laughs> I know about the O.J. glove. Suddenly, I'm like, "Oh God!" If you don't, if it don't fit in, don't. Like, I'm like, "Oh shit, dude!" I, because my girlfriend loves really hard massages, so she's like, "You'll love a Thai massage." Yeah. I thought I did something wrong to you. I was like, "Did I offend you?"
0: The she, whole country. She, they
3: pick you up. They stretch you out. So yeah. It's stretching and massaging. Right. And there's a point too. Like, if you're light enough, they'll take a knee to your ass and they'll rock yes. you and they'll lift you up yeah. and they'll stretch out your spine completely. Mm-hmm. Of course, I they couldn't do it to me because I would have killed the little lady. <laughs> you know what I mean? She would have been flat. <laughs> you know what I mean? She tried. She was like, oh, no, thank you. <laughs> you do the handstand and stretch your own spine. <laughs> you know? But, yeah, that's just terrible.
0: It's insane. Have you ever got a Thai massage? No. It's wild. And they'll be walking on you. Yep. Their whole body. Yep. I'm,
1: I can't tell if I'd really like it or really hate it.
0: I don't know about that.
1: I don't like when people, you know, when people try to give you the massage, like just rub your shoulders. Yeah. But then they dig their fingers into your like clavicle. Oh, I hate. that. I well, hate a, when people do technique. that. Bad technique.
0: Yeah. Where are they learning that from? I don't know. I mean,
3: think they're trying to kill you. Uh, well, probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's it's massage you real quick and they bring it right
0: over. To the <laughs> the <ass. laughs> do you have a quick tip on allergies?
3: Zyrtec D. Yeah. That's my shit, dude. Is it?
0: That's for oh yeah 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 like that's like. F-
3: Yo, so I was like using Claritin for a minute, right? Sure. And then why am I saying it all thug and shit? Yo, I was using Claritin. Really quick. <laughs> like, so I was using Claritin, right? Now I was using uh, <laughs> Claritin, you know what I'm saying? So I was using Claritin for a minute. It wasn't working. I used Zyrtec-D, the over-the-counter shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, that shit helped me out like a mofo. I found out recently I'm actually now allergic to melons.
1: Melons? Like
3: watermelon, cantaloupe, all that other stuff. I still eat them. What
1: kind of reaction do you
3: have? Itchy throat, watery eyes. I just like, whatever. Ain't going to kill me. So I just eat anyways. (laughs) But I found out I I developed an adult onset allergy to melons
0: why is that it, does allergies come and go like taste buds re- like they recharge it, it and change, change? I,
3: I heard that you can get a lot during when you're old so my brother just became extremely lactose he was oh, never no. lactose before but now that when he eats like uh, anything with like lactose in it his he gets like a distended stomach a lot of gas uh, extreme pain right so I it sucked because like for, for Thanksgiving I cooked everything so I made stuffing I did uh I did like white cheddar mac and cheese mm. with like bacon bits and like a pinko crust with parmesan on top
0: oh, of it yum. yeah I
3: did like I sous vide the turkey I deep fried it after you cri- sous
1: vide the turkey yeah,
3: way easier by the way sous vide the turkey butchered it up did it with like some sage some butter some salt pepper and I deep fried it to crisp the skin up at the end yum the, um, the the mac and cheese fucked him up cause that's his I made it because that's his favorite thing that I make oh. and then it just messed up his stomach I know
0: that. wow and you cooked all that by yourself
3: yeah I love cooking like cooking is my shit dude so I did um, I did a uh, chorizo and uh, sage sausage stuffing was so fucking good. That chorizo kind of like permeates through everything. And then I took the, because I butchered it beforehand, I took the backbone, the gizzards and everything else, and I made a, a turkey stock with it. So I used the turkey stock for the stuffing. That's incredible. So I just doubled up on it. And yeah. it was so fucking good. Resourceful. Yeah.
0: Very good. I'm
3: very hungry
0: right now. <laughs> yeah, everyone's yeah, like too. mouths are salivating. Yeah. A quick tip on allergies.
1: Uh, oh, oh, keep... Like a little paper towel or tissue with you all the time because I'm allergic to everything. Oh, really? What? Like, well, like but every tree, like when it starts to bloom, my allergies go crazy. And luckily, I'm not like super, like, I don't get like really bad reactions, but I constantly sneeze and
3: my eyes water a lot. And Boy, since you I got wear them big old pretty eyes too, so I just water like a oh, motherfucker. Thanks. When I, when I, when I eyes get watered, nobody tells. <laughs> <laughs> they get tell over shit, dude. They're just like, what are you, what's, what are you, what are you complaining about, bro? Nothing's happening. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I keep I keep like tissues around just because like I don't want to oh, all the time. Yeah. So I like doing that. What I about you? That.
0: You're also, not allergic you're, not, if yeah. you're doing that.
1: You're not allergic to anything. You used to be allergic you know why? to shellfish.
3: Because she has 17 different races in her. That's why she's, <laughs> yeah. she's the ultimate one. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm she's immune. the penultimate. Immune. You know, you know, like, no offense, but you know, like dogs that have a lot of different they live the longest. <laughs> yeah. That's you.
0: Apparently I've had 14 past lives. There so
3: it
1: is.
0: 14 past races. Yes. <laughs> Could there be. it is. Uh, but it's your allergy I'm not, tip. I am not allergic to anything, but I'll give a sick tip, which is the same, I think. Um, I think that you should always have in your cabinet this thing called is a... What
3: is you saying, nerd? <laughs> I just Oscula-coax had a
0: Oscolecsonum. It's like a
3: rapper's name. Go it's,
0: ahead. Uh, I was dating this guy, and his mom actually brought it up to me. I, it's like for flu-like symptoms, it's these tiny little pellets that don't taste like anything. You just eat them, and you feel. But you eat the, you take them every six hours. And honestly, if you take three of them, you're good. You're not sick anymore. But I also I have like a sick routine, so it's that plus chamomile tea with honey and blue Gatorade and airborne white,
3: white blue Gatorade.
0: Oh, it's just the best. That's her favorite. <laughs> cool blue. Because Gatorade has like six different blues. Gatorade Stop. is
3: hella sweet, though. I love it. That shit killed... Well, you said that with some fire, girl. <laughs> God damn. Out of all the things we've talked about today, that was the most passionate thing you've ever said. <laughs> what the fuck was that, huh?
0: I love cool blue Gatorade.
3: Just a tip. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Do you have a tip on bad pets?
3: Bad pets? Beat them... If you're... No, I'm kidding. I'm if, they're... if your pet is bad, usually the owner's bad. <gasps>
0: Whoa. She's
3: yeah. not taking the time.
0: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah,
3: that's really what it is.
0: I have one cat, though, that is really nervous all the time. I think it's because she was the runt. We got her at a shelter, and I think that she never has grown out of being just scared of her life. And it's really hard to get close to her.
3: Dude, I'm <laughs> mad allergic to cats. You Are you? I like cats, too i like cats man my 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 best friend so at this time i got kicked out of my house and i was living with him uh there's this neighborhood cat that would just walk around and they live with the neighbor but they let them roam and this fool came into the place and my my right before he was going off to work he goes yo don't play with that cat bro you're hella allergic and i was like well, i'm not gonna play with the fucking cat." with what are you talking about, dude? He leaves. I'm like, Pfft. yeah. I started oh my gosh! Pet. I was like, what's up, kitty? Dude, my <laughs> eyes swelled shut. My fucking whole face was red. Just water coming down. And then he came back in. He goes, "What happened? <laughs> I had two fucking ice water bottles on my face like this." I was like, "Oh god, this was not <laughs> worth it, dude." I fucking love cats though.
0: Dang. Well, that's the issue. Like, I have a bunch of people that come to my house, and they're allergic of cats too. And I'm like, well. I definitely want to hang out with you, but you didn't have to like come over here. Zyrte. So they, they. I have a friend that uh, brought over Claritin, and it's just now there for people. Yep. <laughs> I mean he left it there. He didn't like buy it for my people
3: <laughs> oh. <Yeah. laughs> that came over you my house. It'll help though. Like you get a little sniffles, but you'll be fine.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. bad pet tip. Um, ugh. I don't. Mm, I don't know if I have a bad tip. You go. If a you bad know,
1: tip. If, I don't know if I have a bad tip. I have a few good ones, but. Um, if you have a dog that you have to be like, oh, go put the, oh, you know what? Like, sorry. He's just a little nippy. Oh, I'm sorry. He's the, put the dog away then. Just put the dog away. Yeah. If he's not good with people and people are coming over, put
0: him away. Of course.
3: Are you the type of person that talks to your pets like they're people?
1: When I have pets,
3: kind of. Like, like this? Like my, my friends have, (laughs) like legit, I'm not even kidding you, dude. Like if my. Like, I have, a, I have a half Chihuahua, half Yorkie mix. And uh-huh. then I'll be talking to her sometimes when she makes me mad. I'm like, yo, are you serious? Like, what are you doing?
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, I've done that. Hey,
3: yo, come here for a second. No, 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 no. Come here for a second. Let me talk to you real quick. <laughs> Did you seriously just shit right there? Like, what's up, bro? Like, what's going on? Like, do you hate me? Like, what's... And like, people will walk by, like, why is he talking to his kid like that? <laughs> and I'm like, no, it's my dog, stupid. Wait.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then do you, do you do, like, pet voices to him, too? No,
3: I talk to, I talk to her like she's a person. Yeah, just, I, all I,
0: I, the time you never time. do a pet voice to her
3: sometimes but then like I play with dogs really weird too like I do this thing when I pick her up and I use her as a shotgun because you know how their skin's a little <laughs> loose
0: yeah <So I> like, <laughs> <laughs> like, wow
3: yeah I'm, her I, brain
0: is rattled yeah
3: just bam 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 I love her I'm like oh I love you so much thank you so much you stupid fucking ugly dog you know? wait
0: you say thank you
3: yeah I thank her for being cute because
0: was, <laughs> you do that too I know uh, she goes thank you for thank You're you so, so much for for being, here. that's why I say, I say thank you so much for being here,
3: dude. My dog's weird. So your cats no, are on your podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much for being here, Chester two.
1: I tell my cat, I I would tell my cat secrets, like if I was like, <gasps> if I was like, oh my god. Sophia cheated on her boyfriend, no, really, and he I need say- to tell somebody, and oh my- you guys know now, and now the burden is not on me, so if you guys tell somebody, that's not, that's your thing.
0: And you yeah. would say this whole spiel.
1: Yeah, I'd be like, you guys can tell your cat friends, but just make sure it doesn't get back to Sophia's boyfriend.
0: <laughs> that's so funny. Sometimes
3: you gotta let those secrets, my mom can't yeah. keep a secret to save her fucking. She cannot
0: or can? She cannot. And really? I
3: found that out the hard fucking way, dude. Like, when I was a kid, uh, I was like, this is the first time I ever had a girlfriend, and she dumped me. And then I told my, my mom, I was like, yeah, I was devastated. I was crying and stuff. And I looked at my mom. I was like, don't tell dad that I, I just got dumped. She goes, okay. She, oh, no. Like, literally, she walks out, closes the door, and my dad comes in. So, you got dumped, huh? I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, my fuck? gosh.
0: Instantly.
3: <laughs> Why? Five <laughs> seconds. How? And after everything was done, he was giving me this, like, terrible, like, male advice. I looked at my mom. I was like, what happened, dude? What happened to you? Dude, goes, to your mom? Happened? Yeah. And she looked at me. She goes, you know, I can't keep secrets. <laughs> <laughs> so, like it was my fault yeah she goes you should know better <laughs> she literally it translated in Korean it's like if I don't tell somebody I'm going to die
0: Oh, that's, that's what she how said. do you how
3: say that, you that in say, Korean 내가 사람한테 죽을 것 같아 that means it feels like I'm gonna die
0: oh my god. that was beautiful that was beautiful
3: <laughs> that's how I get that's how I got married my girlfriend actually speaks four languages
0: what she how speaks do, what Mandarin are they?
3: Japanese uh, Korean and English fluently and reads and writes
0: whoa how, what else does she how does she have time for anything else
3: well when she <laughs>
0: <laughs> she's busy writing in all these languages I know that's
3: all she's doing Just like, two hands calligraphy no but uh, she, got the, she got the fucking uh, the, the fucking she gotta draw her sleeve out and then start doing this no but she um. so she lived in uh, Taiwan and Japan for a little bit oh. but she's the type of person that she has a knack for it, and on top of that when she mm. wants to get something she gets it that's so, so cool so her best friend is Taiwanese she wanted to learn how to speak the language she learned how to speak it and then she went to Japan. She wanted to learn how to speak Japanese. So she learned how to speak it. And now just she could do both. So, just so fluently. It's so awesome. When we were in Japan, I didn't have to do shit. I just walked in. I was like, hi, arigato, hi, hi. And then she was just ordering everything, talking, having a good mm-hmm. time and stuff. It was so I cool. I love it. Man. What's the best thing you ate in Japan? That's hard to say, man. Like Japan isn't, isn't a spot that has a Yelp culture, right? Mm-hmm. So all these spots that you see on Yelp, TripAdvisor, they're yeah. not even the best places because Japanese people don't do that. Yeah. So it's hard to get bad food in Japan. So That's awesome. wherever you go, it'll be good, but there's always places that are better. The best ramen that I ever had, I don't even know where the fuck is at. Yeah. I just walked in. It was a rainy day. Best ramen I've ever had. Walked out. Don't know where it is anymore.
0: That's so cool. Yeah.
3: Japan's amazing, dude.
0: What's the best tip for anyone that wants to go to Japan?
3: Just go. There's the nicest place on earth. Check this out. I left my camera in an Adidas store. The employee chased me down two blocks and gave it back to me. And he said, sorry to me
2: that's how
0: nice Japanese and that's how I like it yeah I was
3: like yeah you better apologize everyone
0: apologize yeah I
3: see what you did to my country no I'm kidding no. I, I, like, I, it's crazy though Like, that's why a lot of Japanese tourists they get targeted when they leave the country because they're so used to that respectful culture yes mm. um, like I was reading something else about it but then they get targeted really well and people tend to like pill for them Pretty easy. pilfer. Damn, Dave, we get yeah, that right, one. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, there you go. I read books.
0: You know? I, know, I was like the when I when the first time that someone ever used the word pilfer, I was like, oh my god, I don't know what it means. I was like, oh my god, smalling, stealing little things mm-hmm. is that's what pilfering is. How yeah. cute is that? Pilfer? Yep. You're just real pilfering. Just a,
3: just a toothpick right out of the pocket. There you go. I pilfered you. <laughs> you use it right in front of me. Stealing
1: them. people's
0: pills. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Those Zyrtec Ds.
0: Um, one last tip. For movie dates. Don't talk in the film. Ooh. My
3: biggest pet peeve ever that my girlfriend does all the
0: time. <laughs> Wait, just like asking questions about the plot?
3: I'm talking about shit like this. I, She's sometimes a little like, she's not very aware of mm-hmm. what she does, right? So I just don't like watching movies with her anymore. I don't like it I don't like it and she gets mad but then we went to go watch uh, The Jungle Book and before we went in I looked at her and she's like what's wrong and I was like if you talk in this film I'm gonna flip out <laughs> Don't she goes I don't talk in films I hate it when people talk in films I'm not like any of them oh my people. god I was like cool All right, we are gonna see what's up alright cool we sit down right right when it starts opening scene she goes do you see the CG animatics in this it's absolutely amazing isn't it I looked at it I was like bitch you lost your fucking mind and she look, she goes oh my god <laughs> I was like, yes, <laughs> yes. That's so you. funny. And guess what I found out? There's layers to this. The reason why she says that is because her friends are fucking louder than her. Oh. So she's the quiet one within that groove. Right. So that's why she thinks she's quiet. I like watching a film and I just like watching it. But she has to let me know what she thinks is so amazing. <laughs> I'm talking about – we went to go watch Star Wars, right? Yeah. This girl. We're sitting there and they're talking about <laughs> – You know how there's like the Republic, right? In in Star Wars? As the movie's going on, I'm in tears laughing because she leans over. She goes, how come everybody hates Republicans in this film? (gasps) (laughs) I was like, what did you just say? She "Eh." She goes, who's Queen Leia and Dark Vader? I started dying laughing. I'm like trying not to laugh in the film because this is the stuff that she doesn't know about. And she always has to ask questions throughout the film. She goes, why is Dark Vader so mean? (laughs) Queen Leia. And the Republicans. That is so cute. That is is her.
0: I hate when people talk after every single preview to be like, I'm not going to see that. I'm going to see that. (laughs) I don't care what your plans are. Yeah. They always do that, right? (laughs) I'm killing for the first time in my life. Like, yeah. you know what I mean everyone oh, does it. there's a murmur of like <laughs> if everyone's gonna see it or not and you're like it doesn't matter yeah. we're not here to learn about what you want
3: look at that dude Megan Batoon gets mad people <laughs> Megan Batoon oh I get
0: irate irate oh. I get I have such a not. I I don't have a quick temper but I'm easily irritable
3: all the time <laughs> for some reason, for some reason if I see you mad, I think I was like, man, that's so cute look at that <laughs> look at her she all angry and shit look <laughs> at you. Racially ambiguous. Nah, when my girl gets mad, dude, I just, I'm like, all right, come here. I'm going to have to give you kisses.
0: <laughs> that's what I would love. So I just
3: come up and I just her and I kiss her. I say, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I kiss, 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 kiss. And she goes, get off me, get off me, get off me, get yeah. off me. And then eventually she smiles. I'm like, cool, I'm good.
0: Of course. Yeah. <laughs> that's and then you use takes. her as a
3: shotgun. Yeah, and then I pick her up and I use her loose skin. I go, <laughs> <laughs> and then I, and then I
0: drop her. <laughs> you her for being cute. Yeah. On the ground.
3: Thank you so much real quick. Bow.
0: Thank you so much. Speaking of thank yous. Thank you so much.
3: No no problemo. You talk to me like you talk to your cat.
0: No, because I talk to you like this. Uh, okay. That's why you don't have a boyfriend. <laughs> I, there's plenty of reasons I don't have a boyfriend. That's yeah. just one of them. Yeah. Uh, where can people find you on the internet?
3: You can find me on uh, David So Comedy for now. I'm going to do a channel revamp in January. haven't figured out what the name is. But you, you'll see me uh, starting up a podcast in January. You'll go, <gasps> to, go to Sip Matcha out in um a little uh, not little Tokyo I'm sorry in Westwood also in Roland Heights check out Eat Shrimp Daddy out in Smorgasburg check out Chichi Dango which is another business I'm involved with Shrimp Eat Shrimp Daddy Have you been to Eat Shrimp Daddy?
0: No, but I been to that I been to Smorgasbord.
3: Y'all too are coming. So I'll go on Sunday. So okay. eat, I'm a part of this business called Eat Shrimp Daddy and also Chichi Dango. And they Hawaiian Hawaiian style uh <gasps> shrimp garlic shrimp.
0: Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. I love garlic. I love shrimp and I love food.
3: Yeah, and then also Sip is there too, so we'll hook you up with all the, all the green tea stuff. Fun. Come through.
0: Yes! I love Come it. Through. Thank you so much. Again, truly. I think people learned a lot in this one.
3: Yeah, this was beautiful.
0: My mind is open and hurt it needs a massage (laughs) Uh, if you have a sticky situation or a burning concern email us at justatipshow at gmail.com and be sure to sign off sleepless in Seattle style so we don't out your true persona also leave your age because as you can see that would help us very much in helping you also rate us 5 stars because we want it
3: (laughs) Straightforward. I like it.
0: This is what I've learned from David is to be direct. What do I want from you? Five stars and a funny comment so I can read it at the beginning of every podcast. That's right. Bye. That was a HeadGum
1: Podcast.